All right, good evening, everyone. It is Monday, August 28th, 2023. It's the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Join me, my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be recapping UFC Singapore. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Contender Series, Marcel, and, and PFL as well, but it's mostly going to be a, uh, a, a D, uh, UFC Singapore recap show. And then we'll do another show uh, right after this, guys, where we'll preview UFC Paris, what's left of it. Not, uh, not a ton, but... Uh, We'll preview whatever's left. But Marcel, I always ask you how you doing, man. How's everything with you? I'm doing very well, despite still not sponsored by <laughs> Monster Energy. But um, yeah, I'm doing well, man. Uh, how about you? Hanging in, Marcel. Hanging in, you know. Um, yeah. Just uh, taking it day by day, my friend. But, uh, you know, it was a good card in the weekend, so that kind of takes my mind off things. I say we get into it. Um, so yeah, this was interesting, guys. <laughs> I'll get the comments first, and then I'll get into it. You got to be... You say we gotta get into it, then we do it officially. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Well, especially, especially with Max fighting, right? Yeah. We got Glenn always uh yeah, we'll talk about those cards too, Glenn. Um UFC's making bank though, so I don't think they care too much. Knox, what's up, man? Joe, what's up, man? Every every week Joe's here. Antoine, what's up, brother? How are you doing? We're doing I mean, we're doing decent, I guess. I know Marcel's doing doing well, so appreciate you asking. Um so <laughs> This was interesting, Marcel. So this card for you is like what eleven a.m. right? So it was like a pretty like reasonable time, I would say. Although I know you get up later than that, obviously, because your 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 hours are your 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 uh, internal clocks fucked. Let's be honest, like yeah, because of you're like you know basically working North American hours, but you live in Europe, so it's like kind of crazy. But for you, like let's be honest, it was it wasn't that that bad, right? For me, okay, this this was my day, guys. Like Friday night, like. Tried to fall asleep at like twelve o'clock, which is about usually when I fall asleep. Couldn't get to bed to like one, and then I I got up at five. Okay, so here's what happened on on, on Saturday: get up at five o'clock, start watching the card. Fights were pretty good, like prelims were pretty good. But here's the thing: I had my friend's wedding, and I, I my buddy he's, he's a friend of mine that I used to train MMA with, and uh, man, I <sighs> love the guy, um, and it, I guess it worked out okay. But he had a really early wedding at 9 a.m. 9 to 2. So it was extremely early. And I had so I, I'm like, all right, I'm getting up at I have to get at seven anyways to get this wedding. I might as well just get up at five and watch the fights. Because originally Marcel I was just gonna sleep in and watch them later. But the thing was I was like, you know what? Let me just get up and watch them. So I watched them. It was good. And then on the drive there I had uh, the Blanchville fight on my phone. I had my phone on my seat next to you. So I was just like listening in on it. Didn't watch it like super close, but kind of saw what was happening. And then when I got to the wedding, it was kind of like, um, like they did the ceremony or whatever. And like, there was a lot of like Valzer Redman. And I was sitting there on my phone, like hiding my phone. And I was watching the fights. But I figured because my buddy, you know, is from the MMA gym, he, he wouldn't have cared. Um, but yeah, I watched like pretty much the main card, except for that Blanchard fight on my phone um, uh, when I was there, including the main event. So it, it ended up working out okay. But I mean, obviously I would have rather just sat my ass down on my couch watching it on TV. But uh, that was, that was my day guys. So that was interesting. First time I ever did that. But uh yeah, I ended up getting uh, to watch the card, and then yeah, and the wedding was done early, which was actually kind of cool. So that was that was funny. Um, but yeah, Marcel, that was that was my day. It was crazy. Um, I was up like I'm gonna say um, like 20 hours ish. For, for me, that's a lot. You know, like I know yeah. for you, you do that all the time, but like for me, like being up like 20 hours straight, I'm pretty exhausted. So it was a long day. I slept like a fucking baby that night. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now, Marcel. Sounds like a baby that night, but uh, yeah, made it through, watched the card, and let's get into it, guys. So, you we'll know, start with, go ahead, go ahead. While you were there, uh, you were watching 
Creed Zombie Holloway, and he was. he was like retiring, and you were crying because of the retirement. Uh, I was thinking <laughs> you were crying because of his wedding. <laughs> so, so the so actually during like the ceremony part, it was like the Nakamura fight, which wasn't like the most exciting fight. So I was able to like you know actually watch the the thing and then just have like you know my phone on my chair, like looking over side my chair, looking at it. But then, like once the vows were read and stuff, like they, like you know, you were allowed to like just have a, you know, um, like some drinks and just chill, like have a coffee because I'm coffee because it was like 10 a.m. Um, I just sat there in the chair like by myself watching the Smith and Span fight, but it was okay because honestly, I didn't really know anyone besides my friend, so it worked out okay. Um, but yeah, again, we'd rather been home. But uh, hey, it's a story at least, right? Yeah. Um, let's get into it, Marcel. So start with the main event. Max Holloway finishes Green Zombie, retires him. I mean, no surprise. This was like, Marcel, honestly, like, here's the thing. UFC fights are pretty difficult to pick these days. This was like the easiest fight I think we've ever had to pick on the show. Like, I think, how long was the breakdown? Like a minute? Like, yeah, it wasn't long. Like, this was the easiest fight we've probably ever broken down. Like, it was just beyond obvious what was going to happen here. Um, fight pretty much went exactly how I thought. Like a late, I said third, fourth or fifth round, right? Like, I like that prop, that late stoppage prop and that's i think i called fourth round but you know i was close i think you said second right so it was right fucking in between us marcel um but yeah max looked amazing obviously and, and destroyed uh zombie with that uh brutal face plant knockout obviously dropped him almost choked him out with that anaconda choke which i thought he was gonna get zombie's just so fucking tough though man he's a tough dude um obviously ends up retiring after this great career fun career let's start with max though i mean great performance i want to hear your thoughts on the fight give me your thoughts man yeah, what can I say? I think uh, Zombie started pretty well. You know, he pressured Max, and uh, I think he had Max kind of wobbly a little bit, but then yep. he tried to go in for the kill, and he got wobbled himself, you know. Um, second route, Max tried to uh, knock him down, tried to finish it. I actually wanted to stop, but the referee was like, no, it's not over. And then he went for that anaconda choke, which he didn't get. Zombie got out of it somehow. And I had the feeling in the third round, Korean Zombie was like, listen, I'm not going to win a decision here. I have to go full blast. And I, if I have to do it, I have to do it now, you know? So he went uh, after him. Um, and yeah, he got dropped and he got knocked out. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a typical zombie way to go out, I would say. You know, he went out on a shield. Um, I, I still like the performance of zombie, you know? you. I mean, Max is still the second best guy in the division. So, I mean, uh, he, he went toe-to-toe with him. He paid for it, okay? But yeah, all respect to Zombie Man. He had a good career. I've always liked to watch him fight. So uh, yeah, only thing is, what does Max gonna do now? You know. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let's we'll talk. We're both guys here. So with Max, really, the only fight that makes sense is like probably Topuria, right? Like that's the only fight that makes sense if they don't give Topuria a title shot. They might give Topuria a title shot. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I think after being, if he deserves it, but. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like a Duplessis thing with UFC's like, no, you have to beat the, the, the next guy in line, like the Whitaker. Like Max Max is the Whitaker of this division. He's it's the exact same thing, right? Like he would be champ if it wasn't probably for you know the champ Volk. So that's the fight I think would be next. But if they give Topuria a title shot, I don't know. I mean, maybe Mavsar Evloev, right? That would be the other guy. Because all these other guys, like, don't get me wrong, there's some good fighters here, but like I think he's fought everyone else, right? Max, right? He's fought he fought Yair, Ortega, Allen. Um, he didn't fight Josh Emmett, I guess. Josh coming out. Oh, please, let's don't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that fight either. Um, I think it would like just looking at the rankings, guys. It's either Evloev or or um. I would I, I would do Max against Gaethje. 
I like that. You'd like to move up in weight. Yeah. Well, I mean, now, it, it, it's possible. But one time he did it, he didn't look very good against Poirier. Yeah, but that's one time. Maybe is there something. Yeah. The thing is, like, he's not going to go anywhere in this division, you know, as long as Volkanovski is the champion. And that's why it would be good if Volkanovski fights Tapuria, because if, and I don't see it will happen, but if Tapuria beats Volkanovski, you know, you got the immediate rematch. And if Tapuria wins again, then they can do Tapuria Max, you know what I mean? True. So if I was Max, I wouldn't ask for that Tapuria fight either, you know? Yeah, wait? no, no doubt. No doubt. It's possible. I mean, it's definitely possible because, like, the problem with Max is he's so good, but he's like cleaning out the division with of new contenders. Like he beat Arnold Allen. Like I know Yair ended up getting a title shot, but he beat him at the time, right? Like he kind of stalled his momentum, Calvin Cater. So he's a great fighter, but at the same time, he's kind of like hurting the, the up and coming fighters. So we just say he fights Topuria and beats him, then it's like okay, you're not gonna do the fourth fight between Max and Topuria. But if the oh, you know if Topuria right now could get a title shot, anyways, we'll see what happens. But like yeah, 155 is a possibility. There's no doubt about it, guys. Um, but I'm, I'm with Marcus too. Hey, Marcus, I'm with you. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's the right move. I want to ask you this too. So Antoine's asking what if they'll put Korean Zombie in the Pioneer Wing. So no, it wouldn't be Pioneer Wing because Pioneer Wing is, I just Googled that, um, Antoine. It's anyone that fought before, um, yeah, UFC 28 in 2000. Actually, it's Unified Rules, Marcel. So kind of about the same timeline, but uh, yeah, that's what they said. So he wouldn't go on that. Um. I like I love Korean Zombie. I shouldn't say I like him. I love the guy. I mean, he's awesome. Um, I've watched all of his fights. Uh, I remember in WC when he fought like Leonard Garcia, George Rube. I mean, the guy had some great fucking fights. And then even in the UFC, I was at the Mark Hominick fight. You know, like I remember I remember when he fought Pori. I bet on him, and he's a huge underdog in that fight. Um, when he beat uh, Leonard Garcia with Twister, I think the, that that Twister to me is the best knock fin, uh, not knockout submission of all time in the UFC. I really think it is. At the time, it was like insane. Now we've only seen it three times in the UFC. So I think he's a great fighter. But the thing is, guys, like his record in the UFC was seven and five. Okay. And I understand it's not always about just records and stuff, what you did. And he had a lot of bonuses and fun fights, but seven and five. And if you include WC, it's seven and seven. Again, there's like, I think 10 bonuses. Um, so there's a, there's a shitload of bonuses there. But at the same time, Marcel, like, like he's basically like a 500 fighter. Um, he did fight good competition. I do think that losing four years of his career, for the military service hurt him. I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame. I, I don't really feel like that's a controversial opinion because I don't think his record is, is indicative of a Hall of Fame fighter. But there is a way to get him in the Hall of Fame, and this is how. You induct his fight with Yair Rodriguez into the fight wing. I think that's the way to do it, Marcel. And that way you get both of them in the Hall of Fame, um, him and Yair. Because Yair, again, I, I don't look at him as a Hall of Famer, but you look at what he's done at featherweight, and you look at all the wins he's had against really good fighters and all the bonuses he's had, and there's definitely an argument to be made too. So to me, they're both fall short of like actual Hall of Fame because Max Holloway is like a legitimate Hall of Famer, right? Like 100%. But these other guys, I, I don't put them in that same category, but I, I think the way to get them in is to do that fight because that was an epic fight. It was on the, uh, what, the 25th, 25th anniversary card, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was arguably like the most like, like crazy knockout of all time, potentially. I mean, it was insane, right? So... For me, like I would do that. What do you think, man? Am I am I am I out to lunch here? Would you put him in the regular Hall of Fame? I wouldn't, but again, the fight wing I think is where he should go. What do you think? The thing is, the U, it's it's kind of more getting like a UFC kind of uh, who they like they put in the Hall of Fame, you know, not not uh, accomplishments. The thing is, like, yeah, I like Korean Zombie a lot, and I think he has been uh, very important for South Korean MMA, for example. But you know, the thing is, uh, the the moment you put Stefan Bonner and and 
Cowboy Soroni in the Hall of Fame, you know, that's when you give an example of that almost everybody who has done something good for the company can get in the Hall of Fame. So the thing is, like, would I be surprised if they put Korean Zombie in the Hall of Fame? No, I wouldn't be. But I'm more into, like, fight wing as well, you know. But the thing is, even in the fight wing, they call the people in the fight wing Hall of Famer. So it's yeah. really weird. Then he would be not even the first Korean guy in the Hall of Fame because Duhu Choi is already in it, right? That's correct. That's so, a great point. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, actually, I was at that fight with Swanson and Choi. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't mind if the fight's in, but it, I do feel like it's kind of strange that they, you know, consider those guys Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that's, that's what they've done. By the way, the UFC, so I, I honestly, there's a video of Bonner being inducted into the regular Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. But now if you go to their website, he's not there. It's just a fight. But Forrest Griffin's in the Hall of Fame. So I don't know really what happened there. Um, and also, Cerrone, for some reason, is not listed on the UFC website, but he was inducted this year, right? Wasn't yeah, he? this year. Yeah, okay, maybe they didn't update it then. Who else got inducted this year, by the way? Do you remember? Yeah, Jose Aldo. Um, and Aldo, yeah, they're not, okay, they're on They're on the Anderson. site yet. And Anderson, right? Yeah, they're not listed on the site. That makes sense. It's crazy that Anderson someone took so long to get inducted. That's just shows you, right, that they play favorites, right? Because I, uh, I, I remember when when the, that ha this happened in London, right, when he got inducted in the Hall of Fame, or the announcement. So I remember I was two. asking. Yeah, I was at, two, we forgot about him. Yeah. I was asking some people uh, who was going to induct and they were like, we don't know. And at a certain moment, somebody said Anderson Silva. I was like, he is in the Hall of Fame yet? <laughs> no. I look, oh, no, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. What the hell? You know? <laughs> Super weird. I, I agree. I agree. By the way, so there's another question here. Not a question, a comment. I agree with this guy, too, with JP. JP, I agree with you. I, 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 was watching, I watched the fight back with my friend because uh, he didn't see it. So I watched it with him, like, Saturday night. Dude, Max got tagged a lot in this fight, yeah, and yeah. his chain definitely held up again. But it'll crack one day, Marcel. Like of you, you can't take that many punch. Like I think he's absorbed the most strikes in UFC history without getting dropped, let alone knocked out. So I think he will get knocked out at some point. And honestly, if he does move to one fifty five, fights Justin Gaethje, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he gets dropped. Out, you know, those guys are heavy hitters, man. At 155. But so. the thing is, he got to make up his mind what he's going to do now. Does he want to yeah. fight actually for a title? then he probably has to go to 155 at this moment, you know? Or is he okay with fighting at 145 and waiting until Volkanovski gets the fuck out of there, you know? Because it's not very likely the UFC could do, can do a fourth fight. And also, you got to get Volkanovski into that fourth fight as well, you know? He fought him three times. Volkanovski said, I beat him three times. He officially beat him three times. In my opinion, he won four, five, one and five, three. I think five, two was very close back then, you know? But it's also for Volkanovski, man. You cannot say to Volkanovski, listen, dude, you're going to have to fight him a fourth time. You already beat him three times. Let's do a fourth time. I understand that that maybe fans want to see it still a fourth time, and the UFC maybe does as well because he's the second-best fighter in the division, Max. But I would understand from Volkanovski kind of view, point of view that he's like, fuck it, man, not again. You know, I want to fight new guys. Maybe you want to go to 155, you know, again. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I love both guys. I think Max is amazing, you know. Max would be a champion if Volkanovski wouldn't be in that division. So, yeah. Max is one of the best of all time. There's yeah. no, like, his resume is insane, guys. It's so crazy. Wow. Like, the names, the, the, the wins he has, like, he's amazing. He's an amazing fighter, an incredible fighter. I'm just looking great at, like, some of well. the... Pardon? Sorry? Great great guy as well, I think. He's awesome, dude. I, did you watch the post-fight interview with him? Yeah, of course. Dude, he, like, what, a, what an awesome dude, eh? Like, yeah. seriously. He's so cool. Like, he didn't even talk about himself, guys. He just talked about his opponent. Like, who does that, right? It just shows you how classy this guy is, especially with everything that's going on with him in his, uh, his country – or not country, his, his state in Hawaii. Yeah. Although it's basically like its own country, let's be honest. Um, 
but yeah, just looking at some of the stats, like like most strikes landed of all time, he's he's number one by far. Like significant strikes landed, he's at three thousand one hundred ninety seven. Number two is Angela Hill at one thousand eight hundred twenty. So he's almost double the amount of the next fighter. That's insane. That's absolutely fucking insane. And let's see what else. Um, the other one was, uh, was total strikes landed three thousand four hundred forty one compared to GSP. He's number two, two thousand five hundred ninety one. So amazing career. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I think I think we're good talking about this one, right? Oh, yeah. comparing Max to Tony, who I don't. Oh, this guy's t- sorry. I thought you said we did. Yeah, I mean Tony's great too, but or was great, I should say. But yeah, Tony, I don't know, man. I mean, the guy is pretty much done at this point. His chin just fell off a cliff too. The thing is, like I said, with Max, like he's never even been dropped ever, which is crazy. He has what thirty fights in the UFC, like yeah. never been dropped, Marcel. How fucking crazy is that? Like. It's unbelievable. So amazing chin. All right, let's get to the next fight, Marcel. I think we're good with the main event. Anthony Smith defeats Ryan Spann by decision. Again, I was watching on my phone, but I, I watched it decently close. I thought Ryan Spann edged it out. And I, I look at the stats now, and it looks like Anthony Smith landed more stats. I did pick Anthony Smith. Did you pick Smith? You, we both did. Right? Yeah, we both did. It, we both did. We both did. consensus dog. Woof. Get, better get that ready, by, by the way, for the next podcast, because I'm going uh, to use it I, sometimes. I, I'm, um, uh, how do you say that? My, my telephone is on my battery, so can do. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, how many strikes is Mac is worth? I don't know if I can find that stat. I don't see it in the record book, but there must be a way to find it. Anyways, because uh, I was looking at, like, if you click on UFC stats, there's, like, like stat leaders. I don't know if you can find, like, like in uh, the, the, the bad way, um, in, in, like, the opposite way. But I see the what do, you, do you want to know this, what the significance like how, how many times has he been hit by significant? I think he's the most ever without being dropped. I mean, 100% he is. Um, and the most ever without being knocked out. But I don't know how many exactly it is. Um, I agree with Lynn, too, by the way, that there hasn't been UFC Hawaii. Anyways, let's talk about the fight. All right. So, according to the stats, Anthony Smith landed nine, uh, spanned 91 to 59. I mean, it's hard to go against the numbers, right? I always use them as, as an argument here on this podcast, like as to why I thought decisions go the, the, the way that they do. So it's, it's really, like, difficult for me to come on the show now and be like, well, I don't agree with the stats because the stats are what they are. But watching in real time, man, it was 1-1 going into the third. Smith won round one. Span ran round two. I thought Span landed the harder shots in round three, but Anthony Smith obviously landed more shots, and his striking accuracy was way higher. So the numbers say that he won the fight. I thought Span won at the time, though. I want to hear your thoughts. What did you think? First round, clear round to Anthony Smith. Second round, clear round to Ryan Span. Third round, 50-50, dude. The thing is, like, yeah. the thing is, like, Span, Span pretty much screwed himself, yep. you know, in my opinion. You know, he didn't went for it full full blast. And Anthony also didn't. But Anthony landed more, in my opinion, you know. And I, w- I thought it was super close. I was talking with a friend about it. He said, I think S- Smith nearly edged it. I said, yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if Span gets it. I think it's super close. So I said, either way, 29-28, I'm good with, you know. Um, yeah, this is a typical fight where you look like uh, – it's like, do you look like uh, the, the, the amount of strikes that has landed or the kind of strikes that has landed? And I felt like I felt like Span could have done more in the third round, you know. And, and Smith was pretty much f- fighting with an injured with an injured eye on his left, you know. But he kept he kept on going. Um, yep, yep. Th- this was a, this is a typical fight where I'm like, if Span got the, got the nod, I wouldn't have said something. If Smith got the nod, I wouldn't have said something. But 
this is a fight where both where the guy who loses will really hate on himself for not going through blast in the third round because i think span could have won the fight if he went a little bit harder you know in my opinion but hey who am i i'm just a couch potato but you know what i mean you know it's it's like a super close fight so in my opinion a robbery but yeah 50 50 to me yeah, I don't know if it was a robbery, but again, I thought at the time span one. But again, the numbers are saying Smith won, so it's hard to disagree with it when the numbers say what it is. Um, I do think Span fucked himself, though. Like you said, like he had Anthony hurt so bad, and he just laid off the gas or whatever in the third round, right? It was just very bizarre. There's actually been a, 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 a worldless fight, you know? We see that fight two years ago, and Smith won again. So it's like not I don't understand why they booked it. This fight never made sense, especially as the co-main event over Blanchfield and Santos. Like, what yeah. the fuck was that? Like... So stupid. Yeah. Hey, Paul, what's up? Uh, I got some other guys in the chat. We got Sinister here as well. Appreciate you guys in the chat. Um, yeah, it's kind of 50 50, it looks like in the chat, just based on what people are saying. Yeah, again, I don't think it was a robbery, but I thought Span won. I did. Um, and again, the only thing I'll say is like, uh, these judges, like Luke Hill has like six fights scored in like in the uh, MA decisions. Like, should he be really judging a, a, a co main event? I don't know. I mean, he, I, I figure he scored more fights before, but just not UFC fights. You know what I mean? Absolutely, I'm sure he scored fights in in, in you know Australia and probably stuff like that, and, and maybe in Asia too. But like again, I just feel like in the UFC level, you you should be getting the the best officials. And I do think the UFC self regulates right when they go to Singapore, so they're the ones picking the officials, right? If I'm not mistaken, um, possible. Yeah. But that UFC don't even know how know how to write people's name. I mean, the the referee Thomas Fan. I don't know where he had an extra N in his last name. So, is it two N's or one? It's normally one N, but now we have two N's. So I don't know. Yeah, he said he said a few UFC China cards and stuff before. Yeah. Um, like I think when he did the Whaley and Jessica fight, like that card, I think. So I've I've seen him around. Anyways, um, fighters the work is endless. Conte seems to get favors from the UFC and judges. Yeah, like Paul Felder when he got that scorecard from Chris Lee against uh, RDA. He was like, "What the fuck? Like, remember that?" Chris Lee scored a contest 48-47 Felder. Color's like, what the fuck? Yeah. When, when the guy, like, it was like Swanson last week, although Swanson now is like, oh, yeah, I won the fight. Yeah, I'm sure he did, buddy. Anyways, uh, could have been a 10-8. Yeah, it, it, no, it wouldn't have been a 9-9. It would have been a 10-10. To be honest, third round 10-10 is possible, too, right? Like, they never scored. I don't remember the last time a 10-10 round was scored. It's been so long. I think they've just been instructed to, like, not do it unless, again, you know, Marcelo, like, just say, I'll give you an example. Start, like, the round, and then a guy gets a finger in the eye, and they have to score the round. Like, uh. Right, like Juan Espino, I think maybe that fight was a ten ten. Juan Espino and Romanov was that ten ten round in there? Maybe no, I I think uh, uh, Romanov won that fight, right? Yeah, you're right. It wasn't, but it could, it should have. Right? Think, yeah, I think man, I think Dana would honestly get a boner or a stiffy when he sees a, when he sees a draw because he don't have to pay the win bonus. You know? Yeah, what they I mean? they so, would love that shit. Yeah. they don't have to pay the extra money. Does Span ever reach potential? No, I, I remember seeing Span in Brazil, um, 2019. He fought in the Rose and Whaley card. I was on the same plane as him. To down go down to Brazil. I was like, man, this guy is fucking like I'm a big dude, Marcel. This guy is huge. Yeah, he's so big. I know. Six five, but muscle. He was with Safe, right? And I was like, wow, this guy's so big. And he knocked out little dog in that car. And I, I'm like, damn, this guy's pretty good. But honestly, man, like he's got a lot of flaws in his game. Like he, it, you know, he's a, he's kind of a front runner. If you look at his career, guys, almost all of his wins in the UFC are by first round stoppage, right? Like the fights that go longer, he doesn't do too well in. So he's a he's a bit of a front runner in my opinion. I mean, and his durability is not very good either, to be honest. What are you gonna say? Have you met Stefan Struve? No, dude, I've met him. It's like, hey, what's up, dude? I, I yeah, normally no. never have to look up to people too because how I'm, tall are you? I'm uh, six three. Oh, same so, as me. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, 
I'm six three and 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 the length and six three and the wide, but you know what I mean. But it's normally I, I never have to look like this, you know. And this was like, dude, cool. this guy's he's huge, man, you know. And That's uh, funny. he was along with Steve Maury back then, and Steve Maury is huge as well. So. <laughs> no, it's yeah. funny, tall Steve. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Giga Chikadze defeats Oscar Sarajevo's decision. Yeah, I thought he won this fight. I thought he won every round. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I gave the first round to Caseras, um, but. Like I said to somebody on Twitter, he's like, don't you think Chikatsu won? But he was really respectful. This is so he got a respectful answer back. It's like, I won't judge you if you give it to Chikatsu in the first round, you know? Sure. But many people I talked to thought that Caceres won one and two, you know? It, and actually, people in the arena uh, who, who I have contact with messaged me. It's like, how did Chikatsu won that fight? I was like, I had him second and third round, and even the first was possible. And they were like, oh, we saw a completely different fight. It's like maybe you see from a, if you see from a different angle in the arena, you think differently, you know. But I think it was a cl pretty clear decision win for Chikatsa, I think. And uh, the call out was fun at the end. I thought he was going to retire for a second, you know. <laughs> and then he, he went from Giga Musashi to Conor McGregor, you know, in his, in his post fight interview. And he called out uh, Rodriguez for uh, the December 16 card. I like that fight, but I, I, I would give Chikatsa probably Josh Emmett. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah. I think he he, did, he gave a good fight and for for Casera sucked that he got his arm broken in the first round of course. Yeah. Um I think he he did pretty well but uh, yeah, she got so good for him and after one and a half year without a fight he was uh, like how do you say that suspended for a year uh after that cater fight which he didn't know. Medical medical suspension yeah. or Okay. Yeah, medical suspension. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't know medical suspension. He didn't know about that for for some time. But um yeah, I'm glad he's back. And uh, actually, I got to give him credits, dude, because she cuts. I remember when he came in the USC, I was like, hmm, this is like kind of a kickboxer again is trying to uh, to go to MMA. And I wasn't really, I wasn't really uh, under, under how do you say that, um, impressed when he was on the contender series when he fought Austin Springer, I think. He lost actually that fight. Then he came out of nowhere, came back. I think he fought Brandon Davis. And he got that. Uh, first, it was a draw. And then it was a split decision. It went to split decision. And he fought Jamal Amherst in the fight. I actually thought that Jamal Amherst did very good. I maybe should have won the fight. Yeah. After that, man, he, he convinced me against Omar Morales. And his only bad fight actually was against Calvin Cater. Yep. So I think he's 7-1 now in the UFC. He's doing pretty good, man. So i got to give him No, credit. he's 8-1. He's 8-1. 8-1, actually, yeah. He's, yeah. he's good, man. I, that's yeah. a great record. I mean, that's an awesome record. Mm -hmm. Right. The Calvin Cater fight was, was crazy. Like, when I was talking to my buddy. He's um He's been like... He, uh. So my friend, uh, he's like my best friend, and, and he's been trying to like, you know, uh, bet on the sport more lately, and and he's doing a lot of tape study, right? And and I told him, I'm like, dude, if you really want to like, you know, win money, you have to do, you have to put the time in and do the tape study. I think we mm -hmm. both agree, Marcel, to sure. get that extra edge. And he was, he told me, he's like, yo, I just watched that Giga fight with Cater. He's like, dude, was Cater on like steroids? Because like he's never fought that well before. And I'm like, I don't know, but man, that was like Cater 2.0 almost, right? Yeah. That fight. Because I don't think he's ever looked that good before. I mean, he's a good fighter, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he was. I'm just saying it was funny my friend said that. For Giga next, he's ranked number nine. Um, yeah. I guess you could do him against Evloyev, who's number 10. You could do him against, like, Bryce Mitchell, Dan Ige, maybe. There's a lot of fights for him, man. Um, has he fought Barbosa yet? They fought. Yeah, they fought. Um, they had that main event fight. Yeah, there's a lot of fights. Giga's a good fighter, man. You know, for a guy who hasn't fought in a year and a half, I thought he looked good. He had to get the dog. He was like a – someone said the uh, – yeah. Hey, Octagon updates. I thought he looked pretty good personally, but I agree with the second where we say he knocked the rust off because I think that's what it was. By the way, mm -hmm. this is a great point by um, Knox. Christopher Chapuis. I don't know this guy either. Christoph, I mean. 
Gomi and Aaron's that was the last 10 10 round, so right. that makes sense because I think it was a majority decision, yeah. Majority decision, and, and Alex did break his arm, I think he broke his forearm blocking a kick. So, yeah. the fact he went three was impressive, but yeah. Um, all right, next fight, Rinya Yakamura defeats Fernie Garcia. I'll give Fernie credit, never been finished. This guy's super fucking tough, but I one of the had one of the judges had 30 26. That's what I had. I had a 10 8 round in the first round. Um, it was a clean sweep. This guy's good, man. Nakamura is really good, and he's not even close to being ranked, which is crazy, right? Because he's very talented. Um, I think he's one of the better Japanese fighters out there, to be honest with you. The Japanese fighters just haven't, haven't, haven't had much success in the UFC historically, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, Yushino Kami, and Gomi was, like, the Takanori Gomi, not Willie. Not really. More in, like, pride, right? Like, other than Okami, who really has had success with Japan? Like, not really anyone, right? Yeah, Sakuraba won a tournament, but that was on one sure. night. But sure. that Fair was enough. on one night. <laughs> yeah, and talk, speaking of Hall of Fame, he's there. But anyways, the point is, like, this guy, I think, is, like, you know, one of the better Japanese fighters. Any any quick thoughts on this fight? Yeah, man, I feel like Fernie... Fern, listen, man, you know I like Fernie a lot. Fernie was out of it after the first round, you know? Yep. Safe really had to, uh, had to talk to him, you know? It's like, dude, start again, you know? Second round, new fight, go for it, you know. That Fernie was uh, between second and third round. I feel like he was kind of broken, man. And and Safe was like, "Listen, dude, you gotta go for it, man. This is your five minutes of your life. You gotta see, you gotta show it now." You saw in Fernie's eyes, he didn't believe in it, you know. Um, the thing is, he was touching up Nakamura when it was standing, you know. But the moment it touched the ground, it was over, you know. He Nakamura was just way too slick on the ground for him and um yeah i gave him credit as well man he came out of uh, uh out of uh, uh Amer- americana i think he went out of an arm bar and he came out of uh out of a north south choke so i think he came out of three chokes i uh, thought he was in the game with the north south i really did it was pretty yeah, tight l- looked like it yeah for sure yeah um dude for uh nakamura will come far i think and i gotta say I think many people expected actually to get, get to see you finish here. I did. I did pick Nakamura by decision. I think last nice. week, but yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I hope to give Fernie another one. Nakamura will 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 definitely get a step up in competition yeah. uh, for Fernie. Let's be honest, man. Listen, he's been competitive in the fight against Brady Heastand last time. He was good in the first round, but second, third round not. The news of fight wasn't great, and this one, yeah, it, it, on the ground it was on stand up was okay, but ground wasn't competitive at all. I think Nakamura was way ahead on him on the ground, so I don't know if he gets another fight, but I hope so. I think he's a fun fighter, but uh, has it worked out for him in the UFC so far? And for Nakamura, like I said, I think they uh, they definitely gonna build him up a little bit. Like uh, they 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 need they need Asian Asian stars as well, right? So uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um... I, had, I actually did really well in this card. I went perfect on the main card. I had okay prelims, but they were kind of tough to pick. 10 and 3. But I had a perfect main card. And the methods I was perfect in, except for Span, Smith, which I thought it would be ended a finish, and then this fight, which I also thought would be a finish. But I had a good card, Marcel. Um, anyways, I agree with what you said. And I also got this one right. And I was pretty confident she would, Aaron Blanchfield. Uh, loved her here at minus 140, guys. Um, it was a close fight, man, no doubt. But she definitely pulled through in the third round. Like, first round, Santos won. Second round, Blanchfield. Third round, Blanchfield. She's had more gas in the tank, better cardio, um, was able to get more control, landed more strikes. Really good fight, I thought, for her. And for me, Marcel, you know, Santos is a great fighter. So I think beating her, I think this I think it should get her a title shot. I don't really care what Furo or um 
Never used to. I would give this to Blanchfield. I would give her the title shot against the winner, Valentina and Grasso, and let her get the chance to become the youngest women's champion in UFC history. I think she's earned it. I really do. What do you think? First of all, I want to say I hate that this wasn't five rounds. You know? If any uh, fight should be five rounds, she'd be like this, right? Exactly. This was the most important fight on the card, you know? Yep. Yep. And the thing is, like, if it was five rounds, I think Blanchfield wins the fight with a, with a finish. You know what I mean? Because Santos was completely gassed in the third round, you know? She got even the best shot got, got was by Aaron Blanchfield, like 10 seconds or 50 seconds to go in the third round. She hit her pretty clean with a good shot, you know? Yep. And you saw Santos was... She was super tired. She started very well in the first round. She uh, she cut uh, Blanchfield open on the top of her nose, you know, or right uh, here and the bridge of her nose, I should say, in the top of her nose. And um, I think I think Santos did really well. And people are like, yeah, uh, how can you win a fight if you got all your takedown stuff? The thing is, like, you don't get points for takedown defense, you know. Uh, you get points for. Um, for trying to get the fight at a certain place, you know, to to push the pace of the fight. I think Blanchfield did smart, you know. And in the second round, Santos made a huge mistake with a trip where she landed on her back instead of getting Blanchfield on her back. Um, third round was a clear Blanchfield round, I think. Second round, Blanchfield, first round, Santos. So, yeah, 29-28. But like I said, man, I wanted to see a five-rounder. Five and for the simple reason, because people are now shitting on Blanchfield's performance. And I knew, yeah, I know... That. If that's if it's a fourth or fifth, uh, she might get a finish in the fourth or fifth round, and nobody's shitting on the performance. They would say like, "Very smart done." She outworked her with with the cardio, and then she got the finish, you know. And now it's like, yeah, she won, but it's like she she stalled it against the case. That's what a lot of people say. I don't I don't yeah. agree with it, but it's a lot of people say. And I think they should do her versus the winner of Shashanko Grasso. Yeah. And yeah. to be honest, I, listen, man. I'm going to give my pick already. I think Grasso beats Shashenko again, and I think Blanchfield beats Grasso. That's what there I you think. There you go. There you go. We'll make a bet. I think you can bet on future bets for next year. You should do that, Marcel. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, right? Uh, Santos is 4-3 and three now in the UFC, but like she's much better than the record indicates, right? Obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I will say this. like I think Blanchfield beat her more convincingly than Valentina did. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like I thought Valentina lost that fight. So like the fact Blanchfield legitimately beat her is very impressive, especially – Considering, you know, Santos won the first three against uh, Valentina, in my opinion, anyways. Blanchfield's 24 years old, and she's 6-0 in the UFC. How could you hate on this girl? I I wasn't sold on her, Marcel. You know, but remember, you were the one who was like, yeah, man, she's really good, and she's going to beat Norman Dumont. And I was like, why did they do this fight? Remember in your debut? I'm like, why did they book her in this fight against this girl who's, like, massive? You should be fighting a featherweight or lightweight, even. Um, and she ends up because she, she's misweighted featherweight. Um, yeah. She ends up, you know, not taking that fight and then has a great career so far flyweight. I think she's the real deal. She's the real deal, guys. She's definitely great. Marcus, that sucks. Yeah, it was a close fight, Marcus, but again, you know, Blanchfield, you know, as you, as you uh, said. Um, yeah, it was, it was again, a competitive fight. A lot of people are saying she would have finished her late. I think so, too. You know, it should have been a five-round fight. I will agree with this. Like, her striking is not amazing, you know, but course, it's a work yeah. in progress, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, she's, again, just, she's so young. She can get better. Um and I want to know. Deadly. Go ahead. Antoine says, I thought Santos won. How? You, you got to explain. What rounds? Like Santos the third won. round? I don't know, man. I mean, it was, listen, it was close, but I think she really pulled away in the last couple of minutes, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I I, mean, I maybe there's an it, argument to be made. It, it um, was anybody's fight, pretty much, you know? You know, with, with, with a crazy late flurry or punch sure. or something, that could change. That was that close, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. But, but Blanchfield pulled it off in the third yep. round, in my opinion, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, one fight that didn't have to go three rounds was Junior Taffa knocking out Parker Porter. Uh, the pork man gets knocked out again. We both picked Taffa by knockout, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, first round as well. Yeah. Dude, he was a great bet. He was like minus 145. Great bet. Uh, great odds. Yeah, I mean, Parker Porter's chin is not very good. Um, do you think he gets cut, by the way? He's lost three or four. Do you think he gets released? Uh, I don't know, man. He got that win over Brexton Smith, but um, I'm just kidding. But the thing is, is like, monster? yeah, it's yeah. The problem with Parker Porter is like, he had only the chance if he got this fight to the ground, you know, and yep. yeah, that wasn't happening. You know, yeah, he got knocked yep. out by both the Tafa brothers. Um, the yep. thing with Parker Porter is, I think he is still better than a lot of heavyweights, honestly, in the UFC, you know, yeah, but, but he, he is the, the problem with Parker Porter is he's not in that, uh, you got like the really bad heavyweights, you got like the less bad heavyweights, uh, the middle. The okay heavyweights and the good heavyweights, sure. and he's between that middle and less bad heavyweights. You know, Fair he's enough. not in the bad bad uh, section. But if you're in the less bad heavyweights, you find like the middle kind of guys or the even above that ones, and then you cannot get a streak together. Because, for example, there are some heavyweights on there who're going to get a streak together because they actually suck and they fight other sucky opponents, so they ah. can put on a streak. You know, and for Parker Porter. They will. They either he gets cut or they will use him to build up another heavyweight. You know, so uh, that's pretty much. That's also like I said last time to you when they had Braxton Smith Parker Porter. Braxton Smith actually got the red corner. That's always. Uh, I see that as uh, maybe that's me, but I see that as a disrespect when somebody in his debut gets the red corner against you. You know, when you already have like six, seven fights in the UFC, that pretty much means that the per- that the UFC that. think. The A side is the debut, the debut guy. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I agree. I mean, I agree with you basically. Um, you know what? Maybe you could do this fight, Parker Porter against Lucas Dreschke, because he got fucking knocked the fuck out as well. Jesus. I think Waldo could have got a bonus too. What do you What do you think? Could I think the referee. I think the referee should have been much more earlier than than what he was. You know, I mean, it it, it made it look like a fun knockout. You know what I yeah. mean? Because yeah. I showed it to my dad, and my dad was laughing. He's like, "What the hell is this?" You know, <laughs> so it made it look like a fun knockout. But the referee yeah. should be there for the safety of the fighter, so he should have stopped it when oh, he was like, oh, it was like this. "Who's Greg? Who is this guy?" I I didn't know who he was. You know, he was too so, slow. Also, people saying, like, oh, it was back of the head. I mean, when the guy's turned around, like, yeah. the fight should be stopped immediately, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I think when someone's turning their back and running, like, he wasn't running. He got rocked. Um, but, like, it's... that fight with Chandler and Dumont, like, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's Did like, you... you're not fighting really, you know? Did you ever see that, that kickboxing match with uh, Myrtle Grunhardt against Marat Gregorian? No. Where uh, Grunhardt lands, like, a flying knee? on Gregorian and he is open here and Gregorian just turns around and he walks to the corner and then Grunard uh, hits him with a full punch to the face and he gets stiff knockout you know and then two guys from from uh, the corner of Gregorian jumping Grunard in the cage and they, they have to uh, pull them off him um, but that's also like it's not the that's also on the referee you know what I mean for sure so yeah um Salsa boys three and one now in in less than a year in the UFC um this was his most impressive one easily easily yeah because he hasn't impressed me so far to be honest what do you think about him and and junior would you like that fight yeah why not you can make sense because they're both just fought in the same card right like i think that's what they're going to do you could do the winners of these fights and the losers (laughs) that's what i would do um yeah uh let's go to the next fight here Jared Arnfield looked great. I mean, I think he could have got a bonus. He looked amazing against this Kazama guy. This Kazama guy's terrible, though. I could no offense to this dude, but he's not 
good at all. He shouldn't be in the UFC. Um, we both pick Armfield. Bad chin, dude. What are you going to say? We both pick Armfield last week. I oh, think. easily. I mean, I, th- I mean, I, I shouldn't say easily because I wasn't sure because just because he, he's only fought once and, and lost in the UFC. But he looked great. He looked great. Great striking. Your boy Jason House in his corner, Marcel, by the way. I'm sure you saw that. Yeah, um, Jason House. Yeah. But yeah, Armfield looked good, right? I think you'd agree with me on that one. Um, Mihal, okay, I've got this right, Marcel. Mihal Oleksaychuk. Defeats Chidi and Jaquani. I mean, to me, this was one of the better fights in the car. This fight was amazing. For the this was fight of, if Hell Holloway TKC doesn't happen, this was fight of the night. Honestly, I'll, I think they gave that fight of the night bonus for the main event because it's almost like a like a thank you for Zombie, you know? I have like, no problem with it. I don't have a problem with it, Marcel, but I, I would have rather given Garrett Armfield a bonus, personally. Yeah, I agree. That's just me. I would have given Max a bonus mm-hmm. and then Armfield, mm-hmm. you know, personally. And then Waldo, too, I think, could have got one. But either way, even Billy Goff could have got one. Anyways, the point is, like, uh, this was, a, I think, the best. Personally, I think it was the best fight in the card because, like, I w- was most excited for this fight. Um, watching it, Chidi looked great for the fr- first couple minutes, and then Alex Sechuk just took over. Obviously, Chidi's not got the best cardio, Marcel. At this point, I think we know that, and he's kind of he kind of quits a little bit too in his fights, which is not good, right? When it doesn't go his way, I don't like that. Um, yeah, I mean, Mihel is a dangerous dude, man. Lot of knock. How many knockouts do you have in the UFC? Three, four. He has six UFC knockouts. Very dangerous guy. What did you think of the fight? Yeah, fun fight, man. As long as it lasted. Um, yeah, Chidi started well, but the thing with Chidi is he has only gas for for a couple of minutes, you know. And at a certain moment, uh, it was over. For Oleksiejuk, yeah, he's a fun fighter, but the thing is, like, if he fights a really good grappler, he's fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, you saw that with the Caio Borayo fight. Um, yeah, this was a fun fight. I actually should would have put this on the, on the main card. We we actually said that last week as well, you know. So uh, yeah, good fight, fun fight, and uh, yeah, fun, fun, good for Oleksiejuk to uh, to get another win here. Uh, for Andrew Kwani, he started so well in the UFC, and now he's like uh, not doing very well. Wonder who they match him up with next. Uh, yeah, we'll see. But the guy's a fucking exciting fighter, man. There's no doubt about it. Um... Yeah. The, the call out from Alex A to Curtis Blades. You won't say, I think, Chris Curtis, but he said Curtis Blades. Yeah. Um, Song Kanon defeats uh, Rolando Bedoya. Biggest upset in the card, plus 300 underdog. Yeah, Bedoya, when I was watching it right in the first round, I'm like, man, this guy, like, again, Marcel, I'm not, I'm not in shape by any means, but this dude had a, 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 he's got love handles and he's fighting in the UFC. You really can't, you know, it's, it's, unless you're a heavyweight, you really can't be like out of shape. Um, he should not be fighting at, at welterweight. He needs to drop down the lightweight. Like Song Kanan is a, is a gatekeeper, and he beat him. You know, I I, I know that, again the strikes landed actually have Bedoya land more strikes, but he didn't land with power at all, right? It was just like pitter patter, tap tap. It's hard to win a point battle like against big strong guys like Kanan. That guy, man, he looked great at the weigh in, Marcel. It kind of got me thinking a little bit. He was teased. And then I realized he had trained at, uh, what's it called, uh, Killcliff with Eric, Ian Gary, who he obviously lost to. Tonkin has a bit underrated, you know, a little bit underrated. Um, yeah, he looked great, man. Any any quick thoughts on him? Yeah, man, you're a fucking fat shamer, Adam. How dare you? I know, right? I, I, I'm so offended I'm going to dye my hair purple. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're right. Um, yeah, I mean, Bedoya started well. I yep. got to say, he started well. Great. But, yeah, I think Tonkin took over the second and third round. And, uh yeah, he got the win. I didn't expect it at all, to be really honest, because Bedoya really looked good against Chaos last time out, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm with, uh, I'm uh, thinking, I, I think Sankanan uh, clearly won the fight. Yeah, for sure. Won the second and third round. Yeah. yeah. Billy Goff gets the knockout on Kinoshita. This Kinoshita guy's a quitter. 
that, that punch to the body, I'm sorry, man, but if you're in the UFC, you, you should not be getting knocked out with that kind of a punch. I know Goff's got some power, guys. I get it, but like, come on, this guy is a quitter. He's 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 lost both his fights by knockout. When it doesn't go his way, he gets finished. I thought he was better than he is. I've been wrong about this guy a couple of times. I would never pick him again. Goff again got hurt early and then came back. It happens in every fight with this guy, Marcel. Like he just takes some damage and he comes back. Um, <laughs> you know, shit. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, what do you think of Goff? You like him or? I mean, he got tagged again, like just like contender series, and uh, he got the win. I don't know if I can say that that you shouldn't get stopped by, by a punch like that, you know, because I don't know how it feels, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not what you mean, but it's like, I don't know, maybe it was that hard that that that, that, that the lights kind of went out. But, um, yeah, good win for Goff, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, my apologies to Gabe Killian, who was here, and he was like, uh, you guys pretty big Goff, right? And we were like, no, we picked Kino Shida. You're right again, dude. <laughs> Just like last time when I picked uh, Ode Osborne over Alba yeah. So you're all right again. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Good win for Goff. Great debut, I think. And uh, I'm going forward what's next for him, man. I think uh, I think he's a, so far he's a likable guy for a lot of people, I think. And I'd like to see what's next for him, you know. For sure. Um, JJ Aldrich gets the first, first knockout in the UFC in seven years, finishing – Liang not Liang not needs to be cut, right? Like she's not UFC caliber, right? Why? Why are there so many cappers on Liang now? I really don't get it. I saw it the whole week on Twitter, like Liang now's gonna win. I was like, what? No, did be, what I to be fair, see? she did get three takedowns, but like, yeah, she's a, she's also kind of a quitter, you know? Yeah, but Liang now has only one or two things that she's good at. You know what I mean? And her armbar, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much armbar like, bust. Her fights are exciting to watch. I'll give her that, but she's not she's not good. Do they cut Kinoshida? I think so. I, I don't think he's UFC. Dude, there's there all these guys on the road to UFC. Like, there's only a few that are actually good. Like, that's the honest Nakamura. truth. Nakamura. Yeah. yeah, Nakamura's good. You know, but like uh, Kazuma and Kinoshita, they are not good fighters, man. Sorry. I, I also think personally that, listen, that road to UFC. Actually, sorry. He was on a road. He was on gameweight contenders. What am I talking about? But still. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think like, the road to UFC, I think they should, shouldn't do a, a separate Asian thing. I think they should mix it up with the Dana White Contender Series, you know? Yeah. Because then you can see, let's put the Asian talent against the American talent yeah, or against yeah. European talent. And then you see, if they are good, they're winning this for these fights, and they're also going to the UFC. If you yeah. keep matching up Asian with Asian talent, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I like the mix, you know? That's why I like the Contender Series this year more. Back in the day, it was more like U.S. against U.S. Sometimes they Europe, Europe, South America, South America. Now it's more mixed, you know, and I think that's good because you can. You actually got another Dutch guy tomorrow on it, so I like it. Yeah. Who? Who? Yusri Belgari. Oh yeah, that's right. Is that the guy, the kickboxer guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He fought Prayer and, and Izzy, I think. Um, yeah. He got Glover in his corner tomorrow. Yep, yep. Uh, last fight here, Sungwoo Choi defeats your boy Jarno Aaron's. Um, mm -hmm. I thought Aaron's was going to knock him out, man. I, I thought so. I thought we had a dog pick here, correct, Marcel. We went one and one in the consensus dog, so we actually made money if you look at it that way. But uh, mm -hmm. as the fight, as the week went on, the the line kept getting lower and lower on, on Choi because everyone was on Aaron's. Everyone was picking him, Marcel, right? Because everyone's fading Choi. But at a certain point, it just I started to think, okay, maybe we're just kind of underestimating Choi a little bit because of the experience, right? And he ended up pulling it off. I, I don't think he's that good, honestly, but he got the winner, saved his job, basically. Any thoughts on this last fight? Yeah, man, obviously it was a lot of buzz in the Netherlands for, for, for Yarno, you know. Um, I mean, the first round, I think it started well, you know. Both guys started well. I, I think 
Yarnum was a little bit wild, and he walked into a few uh, onto a few counters. As Joy, Joy won the first round, in my opinion. Second round, I think Yarnum won the second round. I mean, I know Choi had some uh, how do you say that top control, but the most significant uh, moment in that second round was the uppercut where we knocked down Choi with. And I think that the mistake here was is that he followed Choi to the ground. You know, yeah. after that uppercut, third round clear round for Choi. He even uh, knocked him down. With a, with a low kick, you know, with a leg kick. I don't know if that's gets called as a knockdown, but it's pretty much a knockdown. They don't call, they don't call them knockdowns. They, they actually should, you know. Yeah, I can agree with you. Yeah. And uh, he could have let him stand up, and I think he maybe could have even got a TKO if he let him stand up at that moment, but he went to him with the ground. He just wanted to secure the win, yeah, which yeah. I understand if you had 0-3 in your last three fights. So, yeah, yeah deserve win for Choi. He won one rounds one and three, in my opinion. Uh, but I have the feeling, man, uh, listen, man, I talked to Yarno briefly after it. Yeah, he know. Yeah, he knows. After the, he knows that that second round, he should have finished it. Probably he, he, he that was his chance to get his yeah. first win in the UFC. So uh, you but think your boy gets cut, or you think he gets one more? I think he gets another one the, for the yeah. not because he's from my country, but I think <laughs> he took a short notice fight against William Gomi in the UFC, seven yeah. days notice, and the fight with Choi was competitive. You know, so I think he gets another one, but he knows he really needs to win the third one. He got a four fight contract, so he needs to win the third one. I mean, we're not all Dustin Stoltz, who's or John Phillips, who gets four fights, uh, even when you're zero and three. But uh, we'll see. You know. Absolutely. Uh, just a couple. There's a question here for you from Antoine. He asks, uh, "What time do your pay per view start? Is it 4 a.m.?" Uh, pay per view starts this main card 4 a.m. Yeah, normally it's like the early pre prelims at 12. Uh, the, pre the prelims at two, and the main card at 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah, you guys are. Man, I feel bad for you guys in Europe, but I mean, at the same time, you don't. Uh, you guys get it all for free too, right? Like all the. No, it's not for free. We, we, oh, it's not we, free there. Okay. Yeah, we pay like uh, it's like a yearly. Sure. You pay yearly sixty bucks for everything. Oh, it's it, so it's pretty, yeah. like sixty bucks. Yeah, I know. We only have to pay extra for uh, for the early prelims because that's not a discovery. That's still a five pass. So yeah, I yeah. Pretty much. So let's say I pay, I, I fucking pay ninety bucks for the early prelims a year, and I pay sixty bucks for all the rest. Nice. <laughs> stupid, do you, do you take a nap or stay up? What do you? No, do? I stay always up. I always stay. There up. You go. I never take a nap. The thing is, if you take a nap, and you take a nap for like two hours or one hour. You feel fucking awful, yeah, you know, yeah, when you wake yeah. up. So you can better just like go with it, you know. And after it, you can like sleep for six hours or something, or or maybe a little bit less. Yep, that's what I do. Fair enough. All right. Uh, last question for you: What would you rate the card at ten after watching it? I give it a seven. I think it was a pretty sure. decent card for a fight night. You sure. know, I think there was some good names on it. I think a lot of people actually delivered. Uh, I think it, it was a more fun card to me than it was last week. You know, the, like the pay per view, in my opinion. So um, I give it a seven. A seven. I think I said I, I I had it like a six or six and a half coming into yeah. it. I would give it like a seven, seven and a half. So it actually exceeded my expectations a little bit. So I'll give it that. Last question, Marcus. I don't even know if you're in the chat yet, but oh, he's in the chat still. You always ask us, Marcus. We'll beat you to the punch, though. Whose stock dropped the most? It's got to be, I would say, I mean, I'm not going to count Zombie. I would say Ryan Spann, honestly, man. I, I just think the guy has just kind of shown he's not really like that level anymore. And also Cheedy. I think Cheedy as well because, man, he came on the scene, had that quick knockover of Barrio and the fight with, uh, with Dushko, and he's looked pretty bad since then. So I don't know. I would say those guys. What do you think? Yeah, I agree yep. with that. All right, last question here, off topic. Any news on? All right, can you answer them? Uh, can you answer Marcus? Yeah, Pantoja, sure. no Leon Edwards, no Volk, no 135 women. 
I would guess they do Pena against uh, Pennington. Yep. Uh, Man 205, next title. I, I think they do uh, Yuri against Pereira on 296. Well, hold on. Did, did Hill vacate the belt for sure? Because he's still listed on the UFC website. You got you got to see it like this. It's like last time. You know, when Yuri vacated the belt, he wasn't like champion of. But the moment the other right. guys oh, got okay. into the octagon, yeah, lose the title. I got that. Yeah, this is what I think they're going to do too. I, I hope so. Right. The other thing is the rumor is Toronto in January. I'm sure you've heard this now. Cole, yeah, the Cole. Cole Shelton. Shout out Cole Shelton. Yeah. I would love to see Alex and Yuri in Toronto, man. That would be fucking amazing. I would be yeah, fucking amazing. You get a stiff yeah, right I would. Here. I would. I, 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 <laughs> like Connor and Chandler's the bigger fight on paper, but I'd rather see Alex and Yuri here in Toronto. That would be amazing. So that's what I'm hoping for, guys. All right, let's get to the next fight or the next card. I should say Dane White Contender Series. We'll go through it really fast, Marcel. Yeah, um, sure. Zach Reese gets signed. Obon Elliott gets signed. Uh, Josephine Knudsen gets uh, rejected. <laughs> and Luis Palaueo gets signed. I'll, I'll quickly give my thoughts. And I'll let you do it. Right. Uh, I mean, Reese's finish was quick, so it's really hard to say how good he is, but he's undefeated, had to finish. Of course, he's going to get a contract. Obon Elliott, my God, the guy took a shit, shit, uh, got the shit kicked out of him, basically. So he took a shit. <laughs> 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 he got the shit kicked out of him, is what I meant to say. And he came back and won. I don't know how he won this fight. Um, Wow, an unbelievable comeback. This guy's very fucking tough, but I, I'll be honest for some, I'll be looking to fade this guy the second he steps in the octagon and pretty much any welterweight. I'll be honest with you. I think he's super hittable. I don't think he's like, he's got hard, but that's it. The Knudsen girl, man, that, that lead leg front kick was so nice, or a high kick, I should say. And then she goes and presses the girl against the fence. You know Dana fucking hates that. It's like what Lofton did. So I would have signed her, and it's so stupid. He's like, yeah, you know, she checks off all the boxes, and then he's like, yeah, but we're not going to bring her in. Like, what? That doesn't even make sense. So it's almost like he wanted to sign her, I think, and maybe the matchmakers were like, no, don't bring her in. I don't know. I, maybe the other way around. I'm not sure. It's kind of weird. And then, um, yeah, Palawelo looked great. Robbie Ring got exposed, man. He got exposed. He looked awful in about two minutes of cardio. Guy was just not UFC caliber. Any quick thoughts on these fights? Yeah, so Zachary Reese, <laughs> that's my boy, is that. I have to think about Chris Whiteland. Um, yeah, great performance, man. Beautiful arm bar. Uh, Oban Elliott, um, that was a great, crazy fight, man. If, if that fight takes 10 seconds longer in the second round, he loses the fight, you know. Yep. But that dude didn't even recognize that he had the uh, that he had the submission possibility there, he, he recognized it way too late. Um, good comeback for Oban Elliott in that one. Uh, yeah, uh, Knutsen against Isis for Beek, Isis for Beek for my country, right? Against Knutsen, Isis for Beek was out of it after that first kick, you know. I think that that bro that broker kind of and uh. Man, I'm sad they didn't sign Knutsen because I think she's a really fun fighter to watch, you know. But uh yeah, she kind of played it safe at a certain moment. But hey, I'm not gonna blame her, you know. Um I think they signed way worse people this season than they should have signed Knutsen, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um the first one, Pauelo, yeah, really good. I really got annoyed by by DC on the mic during that fight. You don't have to say Pauelo 20,000 times. And, uh, and overacting the whole damn time. Um, yeah, and uh, Felipe Dos Santos is fighting uh, Manal Cap now in uh, Australia, right? That was the yep. fifth fight. Yeah, it's not like I canceled. I didn't yeah. mention that, but yeah. But yeah, happy for him. He got signed. And he's, he, I think he's also from Charles Kent, right? He's from Shoot the Box. Sure, but well. I mean, putting on the main card just shows how weak that card is, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But that, that card. That man, card's yeah, not I mean, very good, man. It's a, one, it's a one fight card, basically, right? Yeah, they should make that actually a fight night, but yeah. If you take off Izzy and Strickland, it's a fight night card. I agree. I mean, they basically sign anyone who wins now. I don't love that. Um, but it's cheap talent, right? It's they went 12 and 12. So, all right. Last thing here, Marcel, we'll just go to PFL really quick. The last uh, PFL uh, semifinal card. Dude, I mean, you have 
Pardon? Dude, that main event from PFL. Yeah, I mean, your boy lost again, though. I picked Collard, man. I, Burgos just hasn't looked good in PFL. Now, granted, it was a good fight, right? But, I mean, he's on a decline, Marcel. He's on a huge decline. I think I think Collard has a chance to win the, the finals against OEM. I really and OEM looked great again, but I mean I think he's got a chance to win. Well, anyways, give me your thoughts. I know you love the fight. Uh, by the way, I think OEM will grapple him. He's going to make yeah. it a very boring fight. Yeah, but um, fair enough. That fight, I I think it was like the first round. I think Borgo started very well with the leg kicks, you know, and at a certain moment, uh, uh, Collard found his rhythm, you know, with a lot of uh, volume strike, a lot of punching. Um, the thing is. And I'm gonna sound like a fanboy now, but I'm just being honest. What I'm seeing in the scram, in the scram with the standing, uh, Collard went in Burgos' eye with his thumb, 50 seconds before, before the end of the round one, and Burgos was doing this, and then he got caught in the first round. You know, mm -hmm. he, didn't, he didn't not got knocked down, but he got caught, and that was even more convincing that Collard won the first round. No problem with it. Second round, Burgos did well in the second round. He actually knocked him down with, with that leg kick, but then Collard knocked him down, you know, and he did more damage. So Collard won that round in the second round. Third round, Burgos did great. I think Burgos won the third round. So 29-28 Collard. Great fight, man. It was a great fight. I love the fight. I think it was an amazing fight. And, um, yeah, I mean, Collard showed up like he always shows up. So uh, I wasn't surprised by that. I think Burkos gave a fun fight as well, you know. Uh, last time people were shitting on him because of that fight he fought against what's his name again, the Japanese guy. Oh, uh, God, check his name. It wasn't Nishikawa. Good... Yeah, that's it. I think. Yeah, so. he fought Nishikawa, and many people were shitting on him because he was like uh, uh, he was a lot of grappling in that fight, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he kept it to the ground. He... And now he did it, you know. So. Yeah, I, I really loved the fight. I think it was an amazing fight, one of the best fights of the year, in my opinion. Uh, mm -hmm. Call up one. Yeah, good good fight. Yeah, I liked it. But I, I think he fell short against... You talked to Shane after the fight? Because for us. Yeah, briefly, man. I was like, dude, mm -hmm. um, he was like, fuck, man, this is another fight where I want it to be five rounds, you know? He's like, yeah, I understand. But yeah, it was three. But he's like, yeah, if it was... A, I hope I get this a five round. He wants a rematch, obviously, but he also wants a rematch against OAM, a five-rounder. Right, right, but, right, uh, right. We'll see next year. I don't know if they're going to still do the tournament format, you know? So uh, we'll see if they still are going to do tournament format. But yeah, um, yeah I, I think it was a great fight. I loved it. But to be honest, I think OAM beats Carla purely because he can be so dominant in the wrestling department and on the ground, you know? But uh, yeah, Carla definitely has a chance if he keeps standing, you know. For sure. All right. Let's uh, and then okay. So let's just go through the rest of the card. OAM gets his win. Uh, no brainer there. Sadabusi split decision over Carlos Vial, who missed weight, but uh, C gets the win. He goes to the finals. Uh, takes on Magomed Magomed Karimov. So that's a fight between two guys that have won previously. Um, Biagio Ali Walsh. I mean, I don't understand. Like, keep putting amateur fights on the main card. Like, I get it. The guy's you know related to Muhammad Ali, but can this guy just go pro at this point? Like, what does he need to fight as an amateur for? It's kind of weird to me, man. I gotta can I, I give a huge shout out to Solomon Renfro, dude. Sure. I mean, he fought he fought well against Magomed Karimov. He clearly lost the fight, but he fought well. He even took Magomed Karimov down in the third round, you know. Sure. And he gave him a very good. Uh, he, it wasn't like a, a walkover like many people expected, you know. Uh, Renfro yes, is tough as hell, you know. I remember he fighting Johnny Parsons in the contender series. I actually thought he won that fight, but he lost. And then he lost to, I think he lost to Fugit in the regional scene after that one, you know. Um, he also has a loss to Mike Mallet, Mallet, I think, early in his career. But uh, yes, Renfro is a fun, fun fighter, you know. Um, 
but Michael Metcarimov is like a world class guy. So yeah, fair enough. All right, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I mean, the prelims. I don't even care about them. I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't. I didn't watch them, so I don't care. All right, last. That's it for this podcast. Uh, let's All just right. finish this up right now. We're gonna get to the uh, UFC Paris re, uh, re- preview in just a second, guys. So appreciate everyone tuning in. Just bear with me for a minute, guys, to set up the podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, yeah, UFC single recap done. We're going to do the UFC Paris preview in just about two minutes. Let me just set it up. I'll talk to you guys in a sec.